0: I said, You motherfuckers are crazy. I said, I got to talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Drop that shit. You know what time I you know? You
1: know what time it you know is. You know grab one by the hand, you know what I'm saying? And throw up back. Yeah. Yo, 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 throw your fingers up. Dust down, man. Dust
2: Tell me, baby, are you lonely? Don't wanna rush, you, I can help you if you own only. Let me touch it for wrong, love, tell me. Cause I get caught up in the life I live as hell, see. I never thought I'd see the day when I would calm down. You ain't heard, I've been on the clown and get around. That's my world, see you walking and you're looking good. Yes, indeed, you got a body like a sex fiend. You're killing me with your attitude to match right Don't be phony cause I hate it when you act like You don't know me, I've been stressing in the spotlight I want the fame but the industry's a lot like A crap game ain't no time for commitment I gotta go, can't be with you every minute It's another show Even though I'm known for my one night stand Look here, I wanna be an honest man But temptation's going
0: All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Gers, aka Life As I See It, episode 153. Uh, we got C in the building, Woos, aka Bad Lungs in the building. We got the homie Gert in the building, and shout out to Rico Key. Um, he may be joining us a little bit later. Um, of course, make sure that everybody listening or watching, uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the pod. If you're not, Hit the like, hit the subscribe button on YouTube for the visual clips that we post on YouTube. Follow and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Make sure y'all check out our visual content on Patreon at patreon.com. Backslash Life As I See It podcast. And uh, make sure you shop for your candles and your smell goods at luxcollectionllc.com. Um, so kind of picking up where we were uh when we left off on um off air just speaking a little bit about some of this drama that's kind of resurfacing now uh between the kardashian family i'll just put them all as a whole because it's a lot going on with them with kanye now ray j is he's speaking out he's mad um and part of his disdain if you will <laughs> is um he's kind of exposing all of the agreements that were had between him and the kardashian family to actually put out the sex tape initially that of course made kim kardashian one of the biggest household names in uh in celebrityism so he's basically saying that she orchestrated everything she being christian right that's the mom
3: yeah chris is the mom
0: okay so he's saying chris orchestrated the whole thing made him sign contracts made him shoot different scenes they 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 did about 3 different sex scenes and he was saying no uh let's go with this one this one's better whatever whatever right so he's basically saying when he was young yes he agreed to it and it was cool but he's saying now that it's so many years later and he's moved on everybody's moved on they're now trying to like defame his character and and see I'm not sure if you know but how are they like, why is he now coming out and being so upset? Like, what resurfaced um, from them to him or towards him to make him say, no, I got to defend myself. Now I'm about to expose everything. Do you know?
3: Um, they said it was because he, um, she took, Chris took a lie detector test on a on a late night show. And she, uh, they asked her, like, specifically, like, did she have hands in a sex tape or did she, like, authorize a sex tape or something? something along those lines and she said no and so when the um when the lie detector test like she did it on air and the guy said that is true like she did not you know have any you know um she didn't have her hands in that and then they um had a tv show they got this tv show the kardashians tv show was on hulu and Kanye tried to make it seem like he got this uh, sex tape from Ray J, the rest of the sex tape, and he brought it to Kim. And they just try to make him seem like he's a villain. And I guess I get what he's trying to say because he has not spoke about it. You know, it's been years. Like, they both got married. They broke up. They've dated other people since then. She's dated a lot of other Black men since then. And I guess they're trying to. I got a question getting- real
1: quick, Steve. Oh, go ahead. I don't get to cut you. But how did they how did they ask her? Like, why did they ask her? She just pulled that shit out of nowhere or something happened leading up to them asking her about it? Like, where did the question initially she come from? She took
3: out? a lie detector test on air on what a I'm TV saying, show. No, I'm about to say it. OK. Fault. And so, no, it's fine. They're, they're just she took a lie detector test on a TV show. I did not see the show but I seen that clip. And so that's what Ray J is saying. His problem is, is that why are y'all talking about me? Like after this, this happened years ago. We, we've dated other people. We've got married and we both like, you know, I got divorced. She got divorced. Why are you talking about a sex tape that happened like years ago? Why are you bringing this up now on this show again? And he's saying it's only to, you know, Make him seem like a, a villain, a black villain, and I'm I'm sorry I have to emphasize that because right now it seems that a lot of our black men are under attack. They're bringing up old things to, and I'm not saying that some of them don't deserve it. Like R. Kelly, he deserved that, but they bring up old things to try to make it seem like this black man is a monster in the media, and they use old content to try to like scrutinize like what they've done or what they did and he's like I hadn't did anything to your daughter we both were equal participants and you are fully aware of what happened and what was going on so you can't make it seem like I'm this monster or try to defame me when you knew what was going on you orchestrated this whole thing and so that's the issue is like why do you keep bringing it up especially years later he has children too
0: and a mother that loves him. Yeah, uh, that family in particular, as we well know, is all about the celebrityism, like I said. And so they put their entire lives on display for the world to see. And they monetize off of it uh, from your point of. I guess it's seeming like an attack on black men bringing up old things. Um, it's not just with him. It's not just with Ray J. It's not just with Kanye or whoever um a few weeks ago i don't know if y'all remember seeing but some reports came out about george foreman who is i believe maybe in his 80s now and they were saying that he uh had two women that filed a lawsuit in la uh basically claiming that you know he sexually assaulted them in the 70s and he of course has denied the accusations but I'm wondering how and when and where and why all of these allegations are just resurfacing 30, 40, 50, 60, sometimes years later. Like it's it's crazy. And I mean, to your point, I guess it is an attack on black men, uh, black celebrities or whatever. But why now is I guess still my question. Why now? I don't know if anyone can make sense of it it's easy
3: for black people to turn on each other and they just now starting to see it because you turn on each other like in the masses and you're able to get that like everybody knew what r kelly was doing and then we just then surviving r kelly comes out years later and everyone turns on him even his ex-wife who shares his name turned on him then and i'm not saying that this is something that like Shouldn't have happened, but it should have already had happened. Everybody knew what it was, what he was doing. And it was acceptable to them. And they never stopped making music with them. Then y'all did it to Bill Cosby. Not saying that Bill Cosby didn't deserve it, but everybody was doing it at that time. There were different levels. So it's easier for Black people to turn on Black people nowadays, because everybody wants to be socially aware and social socially conscious.
0: OK. So now, Gert, what's your perspective on on all of this? Well, y'all are saying, why now? And with with fairness
1: to the victim, if there is a victim, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. But if you're living with trauma, ain't no telling when that trauma is going to come out, when that trauma is going to show itself. So I, I I can't personally say why now if these things did actually happen. Like It did
3: actually happen. It was a sex tape. They both participated. I wasn't speaking
1: to them. I was speaking in general. But for them, yeah, um, they just trying to recreate the same magic that got them there. Uh, Stocks is down. Shit ain't moving the way it should be moving. This is how we initially broke. So let's go back to that and try to recreate or re-see if we could figure the success plan. It's like... uh, Coca Cola got all of these different type of Coke products, but that regular Coca Cola stay money maker. So they got to go back, change the the lid every now and then, or that, or you know, change the can and then go back
0: to doing what they was doing. I don't see it no different. Um, see, do you see it the way that Gert sees it?
3: I I get what he's saying about the why now. Yeah, if you're a victim, um, try. Tried- like don't rehash it. Don't I guess like you can't not don't rehash it, but you can't um tell someone like you know when to you know bring something back up. Um, I get that, but if there were already allegations and if it was already like when when um is it Hannibal Bird Bird whatever his name is whatever Hannibal whatever. When he said that Bill Cosby is raping people or giving people quaaludes or whatever, allegedly, whatever, I don't know. He, um, everybody already knew this. So this is what I'm saying. People walked around knowing these things. So it wasn't like the victim weren't were uh, was not hurt back then. It's just that people weren't, people did not care as much as they do now. Like everybody is about rights. Everything is about civil rights, human rights. And it's just like, I have the right to speak. I have the right for my voice to be heard that me too movement and everything else. So it's basically like they did a sweep and I'm not saying that they didn't like get any white men, but it mostly was black men who were the forefront of that whole thing. That's all I gotta say.
1: Yeah. What I said, I've been saying this and people challenge it, but, um, When you start to look at wealth, right? um, In America, I don't know too many people who've passed down wealth to their children being black in America. You could get rich, you can enjoy your rich, but when it comes to start passing that shit down, it ain't too many I can say that pass wealth down. Now you can have fun with rich, right mm-hmm. like the entities that will be in your lifetime i mean in your family's name for years and those residual checks and that could just be my ignorance i'm open to being wrong about this but i don't know too many people who pass down black people who pass down wealth
0: um yeah okay i guess that's fair and i guess the threat of black people passing down wealth is like I, 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 I in your place boy and and then they they attack i don't know man it's 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 a nasty game it's been nasty it's only going to clearly get nastier um and even to the point of this being an era of rights and and all of that i, I still it's think it's an era, it's, it's an era of, it, of rights. it, it, it is <laughs> though it
1: is. <laughs> but that's how crazy to say right era of well,
0: right? well because here's the thing right From my perspective, I believe that, you know, yes, I believe in civil rights and respecting people and and, and all of those different things. And everyone has a perspective. We all have a right to agree or disagree, so on and so forth. I think the problem comes in for me where when we look at these type of instances, I look at it as almost like cloud chasing. Um, I don't believe people's uh, position that they hold when they say, they care so much about these things. I think they they care about it conveniently for the look because they know that they'll get support from certain groups and they'll get backing from certain groups and it'll help, you know, just prop them up and make them look bigger and better. But I don't really believe these. this is how these people really feel um, and it just sucks because it's hard to believe anything these days. It's hard to really take anything for face value. It's hard to believe anybody at their word everybody's lying, everybody's scheming, you know, it's just a big pot of gumbo of bullshit, (laughs) you know? Um, and yeah, you know, when things aren't working or when, when business is slow, I guess it would make sense from that perspective to go back to what, you know, and go back to the basics of how you got there and, 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 you know, it working. So, uh, as, as, as I typically conclude, I just say (laughs) Prayers for everybody involved, and um, hopefully things get straightened out. Hopefully uh, the truth in many of these instances actually comes out and the right the right justice is served. Because sometimes a ruling may come down, but that doesn't necessarily mean they got it right. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully things play out the right way, and if there are victims, they get the justice that they're seeking, uh, so on and so forth. Um, But I want to lighten the mood a little bit because we've spoken at length a lot on this podcast, especially recently about Kevin Hart. We pretty much sang his praises uh, and rightfully so. So I kind of want to add on to that a little bit more. Uh, I had the pleasure of uh, checking him out live over the weekend. And it's my first time ever seeing Kevin Hart live. uh, And it was amazing. Uh, it was my first time also seeing the Plastic Cup Boys live. Um, anybody who's seen Kevin Hart, you know that he always has his boys open up for him, um, and they do their own thing on their own as well. But uh, it was it was a real funny show, man. Shout out to Spank, cause Spank was fucking hilarious. Spank is hilarious. Like his set was mad funny. Uh, Joey hosted it. Uh, Naeem. He he was funny for me a little bit towards the end. It really seemed like he was just venting and getting some shit off his chest, which I guess is the the nature of stand up comedy. Uh, but he was funny as well. And then Kevin Hart closed the show. Uh, like was the Harry did, like nigga Harry. No, it was Joey. It was Spank, and it was Naeem. Naeem then... Harry, look alike. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was those three to open and then Kevin Hart, you know, he did his hour. Um, he recently just came out on his Instagram and said that he'll be taping his special live in a couple months in Vegas. So I'm assuming that the show that I saw is probably going to be what everybody else sees on Netflix when he comes out with the special, give or take a, a, a few little, you know, additions or subtractions. Uh, but for people who have taken the position in recent years that, you know kev ain't as funny as he used to be or you know his comedy is kind of repetitive just talking about his kids and all of that it's none of that now that the name of the tour is called reality check um and he ain't mentioned nothing about kids were you nothing, one of the people that
1: was saying that he ain't as funny
0: i was one of the people that was saying that his specials weren't as funny yeah um uh i think what now might have been the last one that I enjoyed, and I think he made it. Ha- he might have had like two more after that on like a big stage, that just wasn't. It, it, it was like ah, eh, it was some funny parts because he's still funny, but as a whole, I wasn't really impressed. Um, and then he did the he did the little documentary thing. I enjoyed that. He did the the one where he was in COVID, and he was at his house. I enjoyed that and this one i think everybody's really going to enjoy. um it was funny beginning to end. um he act he threw a couple shots at uh at uh Will Smith. um so, you know, be on the lookout for that. I don't really want to blow it because like they say, you know, with comedy, um when you when you hear jokes, they don't always hit the same way the second time. So, um i won't i won't spoil it for anybody who doesn't get a chance to see his show live, but Whenever that special comes out, uh just remember where you heard it here first. <laughs> it's it's funny, it's Kevin, Hart. he's 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 back, so to speak. And um, you know, just shout out to him, man. Uh, I also had a chance to try his tequila because of course, you know, they was they had that all all through the bars or whatever. Um, I like it. I like it. It's a it's a nice little vibe. So just shout out to Kev, man. He's uh he's definitely Number one in the space, and um, you know, he should be respected as such. Um, moving on from Kevin Hart. Now, I normally would leave uh sports for the end of the pod. We're definitely not about to go full blown on this because I just say it's over for my team this season, we could just watch football next year, maybe. Um, <laughs> I know everybody here our teams lost so we we ain't on the highest on the highest hill this week but aside from my personal favorite team i'm definitely happy football is back um it was some good games this weekend um you know mahomes still looks like he's the man <laughs> um it was a pittsburgh game that was great um so it was a lot of it was a lot of good games a lot of a lot of dope finishes and just as a football fan, it's just good for the sport to be back. Now I can finally get back to watching shit throughout the week. Um, so I'm happy about that. But fantasy football is also big business. I'm in a lot of leagues. Um, how did either of y'all fare this week? Cause I didn't really, I've been only really been paying attention to my shit. Like is y'all, y'all squads producing? Yeah. 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 all People holding it down or, or not so much wolves. Man, I
2: got Dak starting, so
0: that tell you how my shit went.
2: (laughs) I gotta fucking take his ass out, put Trubisky in, goddamn. For somebody like that, ain't too much left. Ain't too much left. QB wise, this a bad
0: QB year. To be honest, yeah. If you didn't get who you was supposed to have early, that's over. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna have them. Unless, of course, the injury guys come plaguing down on certain people and then because that always changes the course of everything. And I think for me, that's what makes fantasy fun uh, because you can have an ill lineup. I uh, remember last year I was in a couple leagues where, you know, dudes had Christian McCaffrey, you know, um, whoever, you know, some of the biggest players were, and they got hurt for a second week of the season. So that changed the trajectory of their whole shit. And that's what, uh, you know, that's what makes it fun for me. Uh, but see, what about you? How? What's your team's looking like?
3: Trash. Ass. Like, I'm not even, man, whatever. Um, I'll think about it next week or something. Like, I, I'm not even, like, it wasn't a good start for me. Um, <laughs> I probably should have started some other people and took some other people out, but whatever. But, I am kind of like, I do like the fact that they did like these little songs or something like to get the team type or whatever, you know, I guess they did one with Roe Timmy for Atlanta and that was kind of confusing. And then I seen the one with Jada for the Jets. So I do like that portion of football so far, but everything else sucks. Fantasy sucks. Real life football sucks. Deck sucks. That's it.
0: Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean <it's> not Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> is nah. I
3: guess. Did you see that? Did you see his song?
2: Nigga from the Garden State got there. What he doing? <laughs> an Atlanta, anything?
3: But they was just like you had so many people. You had outcasts, You had you know like people that could do that Atlanta song. Ti anybody, and you decided to do him like. I just didn't get that. I mean, no shade to him, but I just didn't understand it. But whatever.
0: Yeah. Um speaking about more things that I just didn't understand, maybe call me ignorant. Uh but uh the Queen of England passed away last week and you know, I guess just from a news perspective, it's a big deal because the Queen of England is the ruler of, you know, that that nation. And they basically, you know, she was 96. So, I mean, everybody, anybody who's alive has, queen, the queen always been here <laughs> our whole life. You know what I'm saying? So, our lives, our parents' lives, grandparents. Like, so, I just think from a, from that perspective, like, oh, wow, you know, she passed away. It's a big deal in that perspective. But the overwhelming sadness from certain people that I've seen online is just like, do y'all really care like that? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know, uh, did y'all feel any of the same? I, I'm sure y'all weren't saddened by, uh, you know, the queen's passing, of course, rest in peace. But did, did y'all feel any way? Shit. Everything I seen, nigga like said 21 Savage's gonna slide for, I see nobody sad. Wait, 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 wait! What?
3: <laughs> that was everything you saw. <laughs>
0: hey, not... yo, it wait, was it was you just 21 memes, Savage yo. said what?
1: <laughs> they said 21 Savage was gonna fly for the queen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't understand <laughs> that. That's think... yeah, yo, cause you, yo, cause he not from here. he's from over there. Yeah, right? he from
3: over there. That's that it was, yeah, but he that.
0: don't, but he don't, he, but he don't claim that he say he from Atlanta, so he don't, <sighs> I, yeah, you were born there, you was there till you was like 12, but he got his bones in Atlanta and he claims Atlanta, like he don't, he don't claim England. That's and what you think like... till Hope did, Hope saved him forget getting deported, yeah, but well, that's a whole different story, but that don't have nothing to do with what he claims, is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is I don't understand now. Nah, he claiming I guess, now though. I guess it's convenient. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, like I said, she passed away. Now, now, one thing I thought was interesting because I never really paid attention to it. Um, like I said, in that nation, the queen is the ruler, right? So because she passed, her husband now was the king, and I don't think that. That's I'm not sure, so I could be all the way off, but I'm not sure that that's been a thing ever, like where there's been a king. That's
3: her husband. Is that? Her? I don't
0: think that's her husband. Whoa, well, who is he then? I think been that's like her that son. all his life, her brother, son, one of the yeah,
3: days. like her son or brother, somebody. That's not her husband. She like
1: okay was single. The king of England all sound crazy. But they was writing
3: underneath his picture. It was sad. They, cause he old too. He looked old. So somebody just wrote underneath his picture next, and I thought that that was hilarious.
0: Oh shit! Damn, you get snow love.
3: <laughs>
0: That's crazy. <laughs> That's fucked up. Hello, you
2: know, that nigga been on TV getting inducted for five days. Goddamn! I'm like, God oh, damn, they still talking about this nigga.
0: Yeah, I don't care. I I'll just I'll just say that I don't care. Game um, of Thrones. Well, that's that's what I thought about though. I thought about that right because in this new Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, but just overall glazing over the the general plot, um, it's it's a show about power and how power is exchanged, how power is established, so on and so forth, and so if you have instances where you know the king doesn't have a son and he has a daughter and he names his daughter his heir well then that's going to cause a whole bunch of conflict within the 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 rest of the houses because they don't look at that as a sh- a sign of strength they look at men to equate power as it pertains to ruling of a nation or a house or a family or a country or whatever so it it was one of the first things that I thought about especially because the New Game of Thrones is on now. and it's like, you know that 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 theme is kind of fresh in my mind from week to week. So yeah, it's that's all it is. Um, but it's way above my pay grade. It's way above my head. <laughs> so that's all I got on that. Uh, and I did also want to mention uh, and send the rest in peace to David a. Arnold. Um, he was a comedian and i thought it was funny uh, a lot of people may not have, have known of him uh, i know in covid i randomly was just searching for some shit on netflix one day and i came across um his stand up i decided to click it i thought the shit was hilarious and then he recently just had another special that kevin hart produced he executive produced it um on netflix that came out maybe a month two months ago that i also thought uh, was funny as well, so I just got the looking and I was seeing you know, I always like to see What comedians are coming, you know to town and, and you know different shows I might be able to catch and he had a show out here in I don't know Maybe a month or two that I was considering, you know taking wifey to go see just on the humble and then he you know randomly passed over the weekend so um i definitely thought that that was a shock of course to the comedy world um and you know i did want to send a rest in peace out to him i don't know any of the particulars on how he passed uh but he was funny he was funny so definitely wanted to send a rest in peace to david a arnold have you ever seen any of his comedy Yeah, he um he's funny. You should you should check it out. You should check it out. Um C, what about you? Did you ever see anything from David A. Arnold? Were you familiar with him?
3: Yeah, I have seen um I know like some of the stuff that he produced or whatever, some of the stuff that he was working on, but like seeing like his comedy, no.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know on a random day check it out. It's uh he's he was pretty funny. So rest in peace to him and uh you know prayers for his family and and everybody at this particular time. Um because I was so caught up in football and football returning, I didn't really see much um 9/11 coverage. Did y'all see any 9/11 coverage? Yeah, I ain't. I don't know if I wasn't looking
2: or they wasn't just on it that heavy, but I, I ain't really see too much of nothing with no
0: 9-11 shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Word. Somebody, I saw somebody post on uh, on Facebook, and they said, the death of the Queen and 9-11 got overshadowed by football returning. <laughs>
2: Well, they
3: did know. that little nine eleven thing at the uh, football. Didn't they do something for him, like play the trumpet or something?
0: Well, know. that was the like, national anthem. That was the national uh, anthem, man.
2: Then they did that for the queen. Of- <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: they did something. I mean, okay, nine eleven is is sad when it happens. When it comes around, you know, every year it is kind of like not kind of, but it is sad. But I mean, like. I don't, I don't know, what are you supposed to
0: do? Well, it got me to thinking, right? Um, none of us were alive for Pearl Harbor, but the people who were, of course, they understand the impact, how big that was, especially military people, so on and so forth. So I think that in the beginning, they always, um, you know, acknowledge and they and it may they, they might still do it every year when the anniversary comes around. But I think over time, it kind of like fizzles out a little bit. You might teach it in the history books and talk about what actually happened. But as far as it being like this big grand thing every year, I don't I don't see it being that anymore. I think maybe because it's, you know, plus 20 years now, it's like, you know, yes, rest in peace to everybody affected. Let's not forget what happened, all of those things. But aside from that, it's not much else to do, you know. Uh, But I just thought that was interesting this year because I am used to kind of seeing it. Um, Last year was the 20-year anniversary, so they kind of tried to make that a thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess they, they figure enough time has gone past where they don't have to put as much emphasis on it as they, as they once did. So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting though. Um, let me see what else now I know that, uh, with the, what is it? The, I am athlete podcast. They, you know, we talked about it a little bit on here, how with Brandon Marshall and the crew, his original crew. They broke up. Now he's replaced them with Pac-Man and with Shady McCoy, who I like better. Um, But it seems like they're talking a little more about their situation, about their breakup. And I think or my question to y'all is, because it's your story, um, do you always have the right to, like, tell your story? Or after a while, should it just be like, I yeah, we know already, like, let's let's move on. Because I feel like sometimes when it seems like an opportune time, maybe again, when business is slow, or things ain't working, people kind of use some of those those negative things to kind of fuel interest in their particular brands. Um, Do y'all see it that way? Or or not necessarily?
2: To me, it depends how the question came comes up. So if you talking about the Joe Buttons
0: and I Am Athlete joint? Are you talking about? Uh, On there, yes. Because he was on their podcast and then they were on his. Right. So that
2: question came up. It didn't even come up. It was more of like, uh what was it, Pac-Man was talking about why he didn't want to go to, um, to Pittsburgh, right? And they was going to Pittsburgh to meet with Tomlin and Claypool. And then yeah. how that came up. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, like Joe Button was fishing to get the answer; it just came up organically. So once it's in, once it's already on the table, you got to kind of like address it. Pivot, how no, no pun intended. Pivot. However, you got to pivot, or you know, what I mean, talk about it because y'all brought it up. I
0: ain't bring it up; you brought it up. Okay? Yeah. You how do y'all feel about like? I guess when you're telling your story, right? Um, do you believe that there's a way to do it, or you think that people should just have free reign to, if they want to name drop, if they want to give dates, receipts, etc., they well within their rights and and have at it. Like, how do you ask, do? You think that's taboo to do, or you think who cares? Do what you do. Gert, what you think? I think I'm gonna do what I want
1: and not give a fuck what people think about it, and take what come with that. If it's something that Bothered me and I want to speak on it. I'm going to speak on it. If it mm-hmm. bothered me and I want to speak on it, I'm going to speak on it. I think my obligation is to myself that I understand what me mentioning it does and, you know, put it in a proper context or the proper placement that it needs to be in if I decide to do it or not to do it. Um, I heard, so, and just to to give context to what I'm speaking to, Brandon Marshall was talking about, um, I think he brought up when he first learned that they did the pivot. Um, And he was like, he didn't know how to feel about it. And then he was like, yo, should I diss these niggas? And then they was like, nah. So then he was like, yo, should I call and congratulate them? And it's like, yo, dog, you, like, can't nobody answer neither one of those for you. You got to answer that for yourself. Like, what they saying is how they would handle it. You not them. You got to understand who you are. And it's just being true to yourself. As long as you could wake up in the morning and be okay with how you responded or what you did. I think that's the most important part in all of that.
0: Fair enough. I don't think I would argue that. Um, yeah. So, what's the quote? To thine own self be true. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm with that. Do either you yeah, what, different...
2: what? Nah, what happened? What? Like they just dipped off on the show and created their own show? That's, that's what happened? Nah,
1: they on the pivot, not on the pivot. The Joe Button podcast, Brandon Marshall explained what happened from his POV. And it was basically, they all had the option to decide how they wanted to go about the business and creating the podcast. And they all picked how they wanted to go about the business aspect. But then when the money started coming, they all wanted different positions than they initially signed up for so that is what kind of split us like we agreed yo this is how we're going to handle it and then once the bread came it was like well I know I might have said that before but I want this now or it was you know like it was cool when they wasn't making money and then when the money came nobody knew you know everybody how they felt change
3: so they tried to renegotiate the contracts and he said no like it this wasn't
1: is- no 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 um each uh so channing crowder and fred taylor took two different positions so channing crowder was like pay me up front like i want my money up front i don't care about the whatever come on the back end pay me in Bud. The niggas is like, pay me in sex toys.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the nigga to pay in sex toys. <laughs> and then, uh, they, He said, this is uh, what Brandon Marshall was saying. Fred Taylor put up, he put up the money with him. And then like he called before the numbers came in, And was like, yo, we need to have a meeting to talk these numbers. I know bread is coming, whatever. But, um, you know, I'm going to pull up on you tomorrow and we're going to iron this out. And um, he said he never pulled up. And then months went by of him never pulling up or whatever. And then it was like, yo, I want this now. And he was like, yo, dog, like we were supposed to talk about that. You never did. And now you're telling me something like, first of all, you signed up for something. And then, you know, after you signed up for it, we were still supposed to figure it out. And now you're coming to me with something completely different. Um, And you're
0: asking for a part in it or whatever. Like, those numbers are different. He's like, basically, my investment initially is different than my investment today. Oh, but he said Fred Taylor
1: put the bread up. So he still had the same... Shit it's just
0: how he wanted to bust it down at that point. Looked right. The they never, they never ironed out how they was going, how they was gonna bust it down. And what I'm saying is, now that you see how big it's grown and it's grown so fast, you're expecting a certain percentage, a certain amount, whatever the case may be. But we never talked about that. So now, you want, I'm just make up a number. You want 25 percent. It's like, well, bro. Did you really put twenty five percent into this? Because if it all falls apart, I bear the burden of everything. I think that's what he was saying. No, that's what he said. He said that. No, I'm
1: saying, but how you how you're framing it, I didn't take it to be that. Like he, because from what he said, they both put up the same amount, which was twenty k. They both invested initially twenty k, and what he was saying was it was somehow of getting some of that bread out now that they making money, he wanted X amount of it out versus like it didn't, the numbers just didn't coincide, but he said they both put up the same amount of money.
0: Well, I don't know. I So- And I'm only saying that's what I
1: understood it to be.
0: Let's take it off of them. See, if we start something tomorrow, and we both put up the same amount of bread and it then blossoms into this big grand thing where a lot of bread is being generated. If we were supposed to talk about how things were going to be dipped up early on, we didn't do that, but six to eight months go by, you see, yo, this thing is really generating numbers. I know we are making a lot of money. You like, all right, well, where the money at? At that point in time, if you went about it in the scenario that I'm paying, at that point in time, what side of the fence would you stand on? Would you be expecting it to be broken down the way that you see fit? Or like how how would you how would you go about that at at that present time?
3: Would you want me to audit you or something? Or like like, what you want from me? I,
0: I, I <laughs> don't, I, I'm just asking what, how you would feel. how You, yeah, you feel gotta,
1: about. that would be the country, but you gotta look at it like hustling, right? If we both put up the same amount, let's just say the cop, whatever, ounces, bricks, whatever, right? And now we gotta keep flipping. So if we're using the same money that we flipping, but your life ain't set up the way my life might be able to be set up, right? So I may be more inclined to leave, leave that there and just keep flipping off of that. You may have kids that you need to put through school or whatever, so you might be pulling your shit out, but then putting it back when it's time to read. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's right. gonna move their shit differently. And when it's only a problem, when it becomes a problem. As long as it's not a problem, I could be fucked up with my money as long as I need to be, or you could be fucked up with your money as long as you need to be until it comes time to up. And then let's just say we take a loss and that money that you was pinching, and now you need to put that shit back right there or the spy, get raided or something. This shit happens every day on different levels, right? Like, but it's just being displayed in front of the public. So, you're seeing what niggas is going through on the corner it it, is
0: you're seeing the inner workings of business
3: yeah Yeah. but it's displayed personality because it's just like exactly it's more so your personality with business because right now if we were to you know say like what you just said me personally i didn't put anything together so i'm not Feeling like I'm obligated, even if I did put money in, we all decided to agree to put a certain amount of money in. I'm not still, if I'm not working as hard as you, if I'm not putting, no, let me explain. If we all say, okay, hypothetically, let's put in 20,000, 10K, whatever they said, whatever they put in, and this is our thing together. And if one person is getting the deals, if one person is getting the sponsorship, if one person created the platform, if one person is doing all this stuff, I'm not thinking that I'm entitled to get a percentage of the same amount of percentage that that person has because that person is doing the inner workings and that person is working hard. Now, if I was working just as hard as that person and I put my money up or whatever, then I would think that. But if that other person is doing more than, it's one thing to just put your money up and not do nothing. But if you're putting your money up and you're doing the work, that's something entirely different as well.
0: All right, Gert, before you, Gert, before you respond, um, Woos, let me get your perspective on the same thing that C just responded to. What's your take?
2: It's all about your perspective. Cause some people think putting their money up is enough. You know what I'm saying? Now, working harder than the next person, I mean, that's subjective because unless it's like a landslide of like, you ain't did shit and I'm doing anything, but I don't know, it's interesting. Because that's where all the problems lead to. Either women or like, niggas ain't doing what I'm doing and we put the same amount up, or why is he getting all the looks? I ain't getting the looks. Like, how does it feel to be me? The Eddie Kane shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I call it—the Eddie Kane shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but In I, I didn't know that. All- I didn't know that was the problem with them. I thought the way it sounded like they just had an opportunity to do their own thing, and they dipped off on on um, Brandon Marshall. Nah,
1: it all boils down to personality, and it ain't no way. I don't believe it's a way to get around this until you in it. Like you, you will see personality because when you look at, you know, a investment or whatever, everybody is going to see that shit differently. And the only way you could possibly, you know, um, the it, 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 it to stop you from getting to that fork in the road, but tough conversations, you got to have the tough up Tough upfront conversations so that you know everybody knows what's going on. Uh Joe Button, when he was going through his beef, he said um Kevin Hart. What Kevin Hart told him was show them. Like the truth is the truth. The truth you can't deny. It don't gotta be explained. If they're thinking where Joe was saying, I'm not showing them shit. He said, Kevin Hart told him, show them, because then they will know what everything looks like. <laughs> like, um, it, 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 it's where you, you can't determine where people are going to put their values at. Right. Like I one person could feel like putting the money up is more important. The other person could feel like going out, making the deals is more important. I, I think they both can be right. One person could feel like, yo, just me being on this show is what bring brings everybody out. He could possibly be right. Like All of these are tangibles, and they're all variables that you can't account for, or they're very hard to account for, and what is going to make the business do what it do, right? Because initially, if you don't have the money, then you can't get the equipment. If you don't have the personalities there, people won't tune in. Um, if you, there's a whole bunch of, all of these can be right, um, inside themselves, but there's no way, like it is, it's just because we have different opinions don't mean I'm right, you wrong. So I don't know. I just find all of these interesting that all of these, uh, fucking podcasts break up, <laughs>
3: they break up and it's because of money and that's the part that i just don't like i guess that's where i mean i don't base my friendship off of money <laughs> that's one thing like i i could separate the two i'm never going to be mad at my friend over money
1: I don't, just, I don't think none of them broke up over money
3: i think they did I, because i know I, I mean i don't i don't know what else it comes down to
1: the money is the byproduct down none of them communicated effectively to keep the the money from being by a product right like the money all of them I'm not going to say all of them but you have examples of no money they broke up you have examples of a lot of money they broke up like I don't think uh Brandon Marshall's podcast any of them were hurting for money
3: no, I don't think they're hurting for money. I'm I just can't saying say that
1: it was the money that did that. Right? I'm like, saying yeah. it's
3: the money that did it because he felt like his money brought him, like, I guess, like a title. that wasn't Who
1: are you speaking to?
3: Fred, like, he gave, he put up the money, right? He put are up they 20k. All, with...
1: They all were, they all decided, yo, this is what we're going to do. But so this, were they
3: all equal partners who who was the... who was where the you're saying P-O-O-s? partners
1: so where you're saying partners, right there's no partner because there's no money to begin with like it's being created from nothing. so where you're saying partners like it, it's like
3: I'm confused
1: the partnership will come in until the money comes, you start looking at uh partnership ownership. And things of that nature.
0: But who started it? So Brandon Marshall has the house. He has the I am athlete or the house of athlete. That's yeah, his brand. I know that. He brought he he went to everybody and orchestrated this group and said, Hey, would you think about doing a podcast so individually to all of these people? He all of these people said yes. So that was the initial he had the vision. Brandon Marshall had and- the vision.
1: That's the the better word, I would say, is the vision. Brandon Marshall, it was his vision to bring those personalities together, right? So like he said, Channing. Go ahead.
3: But I'm saying that's the person who started it. That's the owner. That's his name. His brand is I Am Athlete. He has the I am athlete score or whatever the thing, the organization or whatever. So House that, House of
1: Athlete. But all of, of that, that of came, athlete. all of that came after the fact.
3: No, he been no. at that house
0: of athlete mental house thing. of athlete house of athlete house of athlete is a brand that he had already built. Yeah, this has helped to expand the brand. Yeah, but this is not the only thing that helps expand. So the, the house brand, of, of
1: the athlete, athlete <laughs> was him paying for the kids in the combines and shit.
3: Yeah, that was before.
0: Yeah, all of all of whatever he was he had, doing like, under the that brand
3: thing. He had like a couple of things that were going on. And I know that that was called something of athlete. I know it was I am athlete, house of athlete, something of athlete. It was was house of athlete.
0: athlete. House of athlete is the brand. That's the brand.
3: So then he made this. And so this is what I'm saying. Like if he brought them together and he had the vision, whatever you want to call it, a visionary, whoever is the visionary and whoever puts this stuff together is the person who controls it to me. I'm sorry. I
1: don't get it. I I would disagree with that.
3: I mean, like, Barry Gordy was the visionary who created Motown. So you can't- Barry Gordy,
1: Barry Gordy different. Why?
3: Okay.
1: I I, I don't look at to be this. So where, once again, what I'm saying, right, is where you look at all of these different entities, right? Um, Let's just say Channing Crowder. Shannon Crowder had radio experience from what, um, Brandon Marshall was saying. Um, so even though like what, what each person is bringing to the table, I believe they all of they all are of equal importance, right? Like, because we're creating this shit from now. Look at a producer. You look at the, the writer, you look at the performer, all of these things have to come to to make magic. And I, I I think when you're creating this shit from the start, you really don't get one without the other. If you look at when people branch off, you see they really do Now unless
0: hold you on, know hold on, what, hold on one second, Dirk, because you're saying some real shit, but um your your connection keep going in and out. Um so I don't know if you want to move to the left or right or something. I don't know. But real quick, let me just say this. So um, as far as, I guess to sum up this conversation that we, that, that we have, right? When we talk about team, team or on a team, rather, everybody has roles to play, right? If we use football or basketball, which is the easiest examples, the quarterback is the leader of the team. Everybody has to work together in order to come to the common goal of scoring points, but the quarterback in general, he's he's the one. The same with the point guard and basketball, he's the floor general, he's dictating who goes where, so on and so forth. So in a team, although we all may come to practice every day, we all bust our ass the same amount of time, whatever the case may be, there are still different roles that each team member has to play and understand so are you then saying and because I, I just want to understand your position are you saying never mind the, the the person's position if if they if they are putting forth whatever effort um because it's valuable it then should be looked at it as a certain way like it, it should be who's the point guard on uh the
1: philadelphia 76s say that again who's the point guard on the philadelphia 76s i don't know who's the point guard no fucking clue joel Embiid b runs that team that's joel and b team no matter the point guard is the point guard right but because of what joel Embiid b brings to the table it's all of that out the window no matter what team, like people, the point guard understands. Okay, this
3: phone sucks.
1: My bad. It's James Harden, right? No, it, it's, it's not James Maxie? Harden. I think it's Maxi. Uh, I was like,
3: okay, well, my bad.
1: But either way, I'm I'm just saying where this is this person's job. But then there's things that will move that, and you just have to understand variables and how these variables are subject to change. Right. Like, uh, there's an interview where, and I know this is a little bit off topic, but where LeBron James, uh, Shumpert was saying LeBron James knows what niggas is doing in their personal lives to stop that, that, that friction that can come on the court. I need to know if you having a fight with your wife, because I don't need that shit showing itself. On the
0: basketball, and when you are that Kevin invested. Hart would be another example, huh? When you're that invested, you're saying it works better. Or is where that you,
1: well, where you understand, you have to if you want to be that fucking the head where everybody follows. It's the situation that Joe Button has created for himself now, right? Like I, I have to over communicate at this point to let everybody know what their position is so that there's nothing unexpected that can come of this. Everybody has to understand this is it. And if you're not okay with this being it, then we need to shut this shit down now. And I think on both avenues, right? So where you would say Brandon Marshall, he may have known like uh, where Joe button says, uh, I use Joe, for example. He said like, I seen that shit coming months before it actually happened, I could tell the communication was breaking down. But what happens is, where that person that is supposed to be at the top, he looks at, yo, we not where we at. We not where I want us to be right now. So I'm gonna let this shit go on for longer. Even though I see this is gonna be a problem six months down the line, let me get all I can out of this nigga now. Where if he would say something now, it would stop. It's all communication. I don't think it's the money or any of that. If you don't communicate, that problem that you see right now is going to show itself down in because you see this nigga think he the owner of this shit, where you would say Maul, right? They The example they go to where Maul is like, yo, that line was wrapped around the corner for you or for us. It's a us thing. And Joe Button says nothing about that, Right. So now when it's time to bust up the money or I want to see the contract, now you want to say, yo, you don't get the right to do that. But you knew I was feeling that way back then. It, it, Everybody has a hand in all of this shit dysfunction. But because Joe Button name is on the marquee, they never going to. It's like, whole, whole been stealing nigga shit for years. Right. Nobody never going to say nothing to hold because it's hold. But that don't change that Chris been saying this shit for years, but nobody is going to look at it because of just what it is. And
0: it's fucked up, but that's just the way life is. But I guess the still the main point I'm, I'm trying to get to is if these things are happening and these things are a recurring theme, when you're just talking about business in general, how then, do we make sure that these types of things don't happen? You're saying your answer is communication?
1: Over communication. Yo, look, dog, this is your role. If you are uncomfortable with this role, then we need to do that. We need to figure that out now. And if you're looking for more of the role, then we need to figure out how we do that to where we're okay with it so that when we get there, we don't have these shits that is going to split us up like that. It's over-communication to say, yo, we got to figure this out now while we ain't got nothing so that when we do get it, hey, look, if you want to be partial owner, you want to look at the books, this is what I'm spending. Um, A month, you could come up with more money or, no, nigga, you're never going to be an owner in this shit. Whatever, however everybody feels, should be on the table so that there's no confusion. And that's what most of the time contracts do, right? Like the contract says, yo, this is what you signed up for no matter what. That's why they say you ain't supposed to do business with friends because when you put a contract in your friend face, that might fuck up the friendship. But if you don't have the contract, then it's going to be misunderstanding. So it's like, it's the same thing record labels do, right? Our pup daddy and the family. Uh rock La familia, nigga. I signed up for family, but now you saying I'm just a worker. So you gonna treat your your brother, your cousin, like a worker? Oh, now we not family when them checks come, but when niggas was on your ass, we was family. It, it you know, pe- it's manipulation and people using people for their own personal gain. Okay, I think that, was, what, well
0: I think that was well put. That's what well put the business. Do, um, do either of y'all have any pushback to, to that point? Okay. I,
3: go
2: no, my ahead.
3: I'm sorry. I just I, I agree. I always think that a contract should be in place. Um, once you want to do business, if it's over a certain amount of money or whatever, you know, that that's me. I have a threshold, you know. I don't really think like, you know. I need a contract for like, I'm not saying I like that, but like $500, I don't need no damn contract. Like, I did business with Jers <laughs> just a couple weeks ago. I didn't have to sign a contract with him. I trust that, that he gave, me, gave me, but I was old. He
1: didn't give you a contract, uh-huh. see?
3: He did give me no contract. He gave me a contract. You know, I got a 360 deal with Jers. Jers is... Jerry's owns the rights to uh, a lot of stuff that I got. He needs a percentage. But uh, <laughs> that's why I'm like, yo, this is really hitting home for me. But uh, <laughs> I'll make sure I say the right stuff. So anyway... <laughs>
0: so just not trying um, to be just breaching
3: like, a contract. <laughs> yeah, trying to word it the right way. Hey, hey, you it's can't like, even mention
1: nothing. his name more than twice in the episode, huh? <laughs>
3: no, I'm just letting Gert take it. Just go ahead, Gert, say everything, <laughs> speak my grievances. But I'm just like, you know, I don't really think that it's that big of a deal. I do believe that contracts contracts do need to be in place, but I also um I, I also feel like, you know, when you are working with friends, there should be you You should not put your friendship at the forefront. Business always has to be at the forefront. How? And some people aren't going to understand how? that. How, well.
1: how do you separate the two where you say your friendship shouldn't be at the forefront? How?
0: That's like, a good what, question, though. What, that's a good what, not to cut you off. But the reason why that's a good question is because. We're really talking about relationships, right? So when you have certain relationships, uh, there's a certain amount of trust that's there based on the strength of that particular relationship. So if you trust this person, that's already built in before we even have a business discussion. So now, if you are like a a lot of people never gone into business, Uh, most people don't go into business. Most people don't have businesses. They don't do business in that way. So they don't know how it goes. If you have one out of the two parties that maybe has more experience in business than the other, they're going to then lean to the expertise of that person based on the strength of their relationship and the trust that they've built to say, ah, you know what? This ain't really my wheelhouse. You telling me this is what it is? All right. I trust you. You ain't never lied to me. You ain't never done me wrong before. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go along with it. But what does happen is, like Gert's saying along the way, there's some sort of miscommunication, and then people start to resent. So to his question, how? And that is a good question because of all of the reasons that I just said. So, see, I mean, how do you separate it?
3: I guess because I've never... I mean, I've gotten money with my friends several times on smaller scales. And, like, one of them had, like, okay, when we used to bartend in college, she had... We, we used to freelance bartending. She got us this one gig where it was this guy's birthday party, just me and her. Of course he paid us up front, and then we split our tips or whatever. I let her keep 50 extra dollars because I'm like, yo, like you got us the, you know, the, the placement. Like I'm not gonna sit here and act like this was all me. So I guess that's what I'm saying as far as like knowing, like, and I know that's on a smaller scale, but if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have had the opportunity. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to make the money. So I always put like my friendship and me, I guess being that way above the money or above all that stuff. And I had other things going on at the time too. I have, I think a lot of the times, a lot of people just want to be the boss and a lot of people want to be at the forefront and a lot of people want to be the head of the table. And sometimes if you have other things going on besides that one specific thing like that, this podcast he had other things going on joey had the um pull-ups he had all all that other stuff so the podcast wasn't just his focal point but it seemed like tamal and um rory like that was their only wheelhouse like they didn't have anything outside of that so when you are just focused on that one thing and you're not making moves elsewhere it does kind of seem unfair i mean because it worked out for the breakfast club they haven't they haven't complained about anything because they're all doing different things. They all have different outlets to where, though, it's not just the Breakfast Club. They stay in their own lane and they divvy it up amongst themselves. Well, to bring so, it
0: to bring it back a little bit, though, you was I, it sounds to me that you operate from the perspective of inserting your moral code and your moral compass into the business, which is an honorable thing. I think it, there's a lot of integrity there, but I think that. It's still a personal choice as opposed to an overall general understanding of business because business don't have nothing to do with your moral nothing. It don't have nothing to do with your relationship, your friendship, any of that. And it works.
3: I can't do that with my friends. No, no, no. I can't. I I can do it with with regular people, but not with my friends. I understand
0: because of your moral compass and because you're operating with a certain level of integrity and you're saying... I'm not going to do certain things. I'm, I'm, You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to trip off of certain things because you're valuing that relationship and you're adding your moral compass into it. But where it gets tricky is with that thing. That may work in your instance, and that's great because I can agree and I've experienced that same type of way of doing business. But you have to also understand that if you decide to do business without a friend, um i don't i don't think you would take that same approach and i think that because you wouldn't take that same approach that way um you may not have to be as strenuous on your points like i'm not doing this but at the same time you do have to have that element of understanding what business is and what the goal is and making sure that everything is clear cut and dry so that you understand it the other party or all the parties involved understand it and we can all work together for this common goal
1: but now wait time out too right because this is this this conversation could go in many different ways right um while y'all talking i'm just thinking of all of the different variables right like see like just using your example you say yo um i i gave her the extra 50 right but now let's just say your lights might be getting cut off like and you need that extra 50. You was in a position to where you could do that, but everybody ain't in that same position. And then like to add to that too, when you're doing business, the objective is to get the best possible deal, not the fairest deal, right? So if we doing business, I might be better than you at doing business. You may be better than me at doing business, right? How do we keep the friendship intact if we both coming into this doing business is me trying to get all I could get and you trying to get all you could get, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like it's just so many different moving parts. But I and- think the answer you already answered is with the over communication to, to ensure, to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that's it. When you overdo it, there can't be any misconception or, or, or misunderstanding. I think that because these conversations at times can be very difficult and uncomfortable, people shy away from them, and in turn, they uh, they you know incorporate a lot of problems. Uh, but Wools, I want you to kind of chime in and and give uh, your perspective on on all of this as well.
2: Yeah, everything they're saying is right and exact. There's so many different ways to go about it but i do know a lot of our problem or the problems that a lot of people be having is the early on like when you getting it from the mud or the ground up or you starting something from this quote-unquote inception before it even blows up or you even know how big it's gonna be right um they don't have that conversation you, you're basically trying to have a conversation when we already won the chip right and that's kind of hard to say. Like, all right, see, in the beginning of the season, everybody know Curry is Curry. This person is that person. The coach is the coach. We here for a common goal. All our contracts is laid out. It's it's, it's common knowledge, right? Problem is, what when the the problems that we talking about is people trying to have them conversations after they don't bring one to chip. So now you think Draymond looking like Draymond, like, nah, nigga, I, nigga, I just dunked three times. I ain't going to get paid the same as that nigga over there. What you mean? <laughs> but if they had That's in, in the beginning before the season even starts and everybody knows, I mean, I right, everything ironed out. You good? You good? You good? You good? Right, you know what you got to do? You know what you got to do? All right, let's do it. I think you still might run into problems, but it's going to be a smoother conversation down the line. Versus you trying to have that conversation at the finish line, and now everybody looking like, nah, why he get that? Damn, what the fuck? What? The, I'm, I might well not even show up then. Yeah, nah, no, I think Just, that was the but That's
3: pocket watching. I hate that though. Like I hate that. I hate that. Don't do that.
2: When you get into business with somebody, right? Especially like, let's say, for instance, right if me, you put up 20, let's go back to the 20 grand, right? Me, you put up 20 grand. In my mind, I'm doing the same thing as you doing. Granted, this is your name, athlete, whatever. Okay, cool. You already got it rolling, but we rolling, but I put my 20 up just like you put your 20 up. Now, when a hundred come, what you think you're going to give me? You ain't going to give me 50 or you're going to give me what, 20, 40 because it's just your name and and we did this, and it's my house, athlete. And nah, that's where the problem come at because we ain't even talk about that part. We just looking at it like I put 20, you put 20. So when the money come up, I should get the equal amount of what we put. you
1: put 20 now. It's 100 here, and you talking about you getting 60, I'm getting 40. Where they do yeah. that at? I could count that. Sound like Bugs Money, man. If you do it, and that's where the problems come in at.
2: But that's why I say if they have that, if they talk about them contracts in the beginning of the season and know, like, all right. You gonna put this twenty up, but being that I'm putting twenty up too, but it's my cameras. You ain't even got to buy no cameras. You just put a twenty in. It's my crib. You don't got no location. I'm gonna bring in um sponsors. I got a chef on deck because you know every episode it was a chef doing something. Goddamn, I got that
3: exactly. I
2: mean, like that's not explained. So when you don't explain those quote unquote like Gert said variables, you
3: can see it.
2: But yeah, I mean shit.
1: You can see it. I'm still. I, I, I would be looking at it like, nigga, oh. I put 20 like you put <laughs> like 20. No, no, this is good. I mean, this is good I because
0: I, I, I think, don't... see, I think, see, and, and I, I mean, I've been telling you this for fucking ever, like you really don't count because you are an anomaly. Like you, your, your, your willingness to even have understanding is just different than the average person. Like, Like you're saying what, where you're saying, I can see it. I know that you're doing this and I don't expect this because whatever, like you're coming with a certain level of understanding, but people are only looking at numbers a lot of times, especially if this is your first time doing business, it's like, I put up my 20, you put up your 20. We put in an even share to begin this thing. So. I don't want to hear I'm getting any less than you because I didn't put any less than you when we started. That can all be ironed out to everybody's point with the contract over communication and clear understanding up front versus having a conversation after the fact.
3: So you gotta give niggas an expense sheet because my thing is how you think this stuff is going, how you think this thing is rotating. Like you, you see the cameras, you see, you know, A twenty thousand, duh.
1: That's the twenty thousand nah, I put 20, up in the 000, beginning. I can
3: tell you where your twenty, where your twenty thousand went to.
1: where my twenty thousand go? And that's how <laughs> that's the question. Really, that lighting. that that but that, that,
0: <laughs> that's that's lighting that's the and Lighting
3: only. <laughs> And that's it. And, that was, and, that and was 20K. So, so
0: check it out, right? Check it out. Let's let's go with that. Let's ride <laughs> with that. Let's go with lighting. So you telling me that my 20K only went to lighting, but your 20K went to nine different things? How?
3: Nah, nah. See, this is the thing. All right, let me just explain it right here. I had a a, a planner, a wedding planner. I said, how much is it for? You know, because I had a smaller scale wedding. She said, it's fifteen hundred. I said, fifteen hundred. What I get for fifteen hundred? I still had to pay the vendors. I still had to. She gave me no breakdown of where my fifteen hundred was going. You talking about? She she, she said a
1: wedding is different when you're in business. All right,
3: never mind. No, no,
1: no. I'm saying (laughs) no, no, no. No,
3: it's.
1: Will you put her finish her explain point. a
3: breakdown of invoices and how people do business? That's all I was using this as an analogy. No, I'm it. saying you're so right. She said, but we
0: speak in ignorant niggas. Mind. Yo, but let her just let her explain her point, and then you can say whatever it is you want to say. Is that <laughs> you're <cool>? right? Like, <laughs> <You're> right.
3: <laughs> all she was saying was it was 15k, and in her contract it was very ambiguous. She said 750 now, 750 later, and then I had to still pay the vendors. And I'm like, so what am I getting charged for? The other girl was higher that I went with, but she gave me a breakdown of what I was paying for. And I didn't have to pay any vendors. It it wasn't outsourced. It was just one payment made through her. But what I'm saying is, is that hers was detailed and I seen where my money was going to. So I didn't mind paying more as opposed to just give me seven hundred and fifty dollars right now. Like, so if I'm putting up seven hundred and fifty dollars, what am I getting out of that? That is, I'm not getting anything out of that. What I'm just paying you, if that's your fee, just say that's your fee along with other things. She didn't say that, that information wasn't disclosed. Again, that's the communication that you're talking about. So that's what I was trying to say. If it's detailed, if he's saying I paid 20K and 20K went to lighting and then my 20K, since this is my house, It went to um, the chef's salary. Then it went to, you know, getting the furniture or getting the house cleaned or something like that. And he broke it down like that. Then it wouldn't be a problem as opposed to him just saying, I gave you 20K. I don't know where it's at. Like that number itself, he should have gotten... If for At least for his tax records, he should have at least got some paperwork to say where his 20K was going, not just as an investment to the whole thing. That's all I'm saying is if people were a little bit more detailed and they kind of put that down there and they let them know, like, hey, this is where this is going. They would not mind where that money, where the investment went. That's all. I I'm still
1: saying. don't even agree with that, though. Right. Because we're talking about. You you talking about when you sign up to do business, you doing business the best way you know how, right? You're 100% right. But these situations is friendship. they like They're going in with the idea of friendship and business yeah. comes after friendship. So where like, I may have slept on your couch. I may have confided in you where my life was messed up. You may know I'm bad with money. You may know there's a whole bunch of variables where, in the back of my mind and in the back of your mind, we relying on how we know each other and we thinking we're gonna do business a certain way because we friends. And if all of that ain't on the table, like it, 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 it all everything is gonna fold because we don't have no foundation that we working off of. So like, yeah, what you are saying is yeah, I signed up to do business and I went and did business. Right, but when you look at, yeah, I signed up to fuck with my man and pod, like where you you know, um, I I, I look at the Rory and- But then,
3: how can you bring business into it if you're saying that this is based off a of friendship and you signed up with your friend? To give them that money and you don't need nothing. But then when you see things flourishing, now you want to do business. You can't have it both ways. It's got to be business in the forefront, and then it will last just like Wu said. You got to talk about that in the beginning of the season. You can't flip-flop. So when it. You hear, and so if you're taking a friendship approach, then use that friendship approach all the way through. Trust and believe that your friend would not screw you over. So
1: when you hear you can't have it both ways, but when you hear in perfect examples, when you hear Maul talk about the podcast. He says it's not, it never was about the money. I just didn't believe my man would do that to me. And I believe he believes that. Like he's looking at it that says, yo, this is my man, right? And we've lived together, we've hit women together, we did all of this shit together. And then when it came to the business, he slighted me on what I thought was my fair share of the business. I believe from his perspective, he there's validity in what he's saying from his perspective. But because that's not the, you net, like where, it, it's where he's saying, the line where he says, yo, they outside for us, not just you. If you look, I'm sure like more came to the show around Joe Button and Drake going back and forth somewhere around that timeline. And around that timeline is when the numbers went up. So he's looking at it like, yo, I could be scratching my ass every day at two days a week at 12 o'clock at the time that I come to do this podcast. I'm coming here to help you. I helped you. Your numbers went up. And now you don't want to give me my fair share of the help. This is what I'm saying with the variables. And he could possibly make a case for that to show I signed on at this date, I took for this amount of time, the numbers went to this. In, in the court, that's cut and dry showing, but that don't mean that's where that came from. And, you know, it, it's just what people believe and then what they can use to argue on these things make a lot of that stuff look crazy.
0: I don't know. I just think that we should uh, go with the point of overly communicating and making sure that everything is up front out on the table. I think it'll save people a lot of headaches, a lot of falling outs, and it's just an effective way to communicate in general, like to, to have strong relationships in general, that communication. Um, They say it. I mean, that's a type of relationship. That's a friendship. That's a business relationship. That's a romantic relationship. That's a work relationship. Whatever type of relationship you have, that communication, uh, those explanations, those uncomfortable conversations is all part of getting to the common goal that you guys are saying that you want to have. If it's work and I expect you to be here every day at 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., I expect you to only take a break for 30 minutes i only expect you to take a break for 15 minutes if you go over this time limit this is going to be your punishment whatever like if all of those things and rules are explained and you do your job correctly and you and you they agree to pay you on a certain date if all of those things are explained and then they don't happen that's where you have a leg to stand on but if all of those things are explained they do happen you can't then turn around and you know be mad at the ceo of the company for making six billion when you only made you know 200 grand it's like it don't work like that so yeah over communication i think that's the the moral of the story uh that was good um (laughs) that was
3: long
1: you said that was good
3: Like, damn! <laughs> that was over-communication we, we, we that over communication itself. That whole
0: thing. We over communicated.
3: Hell yeah! Well, I
0: think the people understand. I hope the people understand. Hey, put it in the comments.
3: Just get a contract. Shit,
0: get a contract.
3: Put everybody on the contract. Your mama, your daddy, your babies, everybody got to get a contract.
0: <laughs> so let me, let me, let me advance the conversation a little bit. Bless you. Let me advance the uh, conversation a little bit. Uh, just continuing the business conversation though, uh, lawyers, um, first question is how important is a lawyer? And then I guess to add on to that, how do you go about finding a good lawyer? I think that's a very important question. Yellow paper. Uh, C. I'm going to start with C (laughs) because C is the sensible one on this topic. Um, but wait, then, do gonna, they
3: still have that? I don't you know, I don't know but online. we're not gonna
0: dignify time <laughs> fucking with girls deviations. No, I'm gonna mute him and see. Uh-uh. <laughs>
3: but that was crazy that they had all those numbers in that big ass book. And we had to look. You know, that was crazy. They did that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy. <laughs> all right, my bad.
0: Yeah, but no. All how right, do you how do you um, find a good lawyer? How do you go about that process? How would you?
3: How would I go about finding a good lawyer um in regards to anything I mean yeah, in regards just to recommendations anything. I mean recommendations uh just looking I guess at their records and seeing you know what they specialize in um, seeing how many wins and losses they've had um just I guess doing your research doing your due diligence um, and it is important to have a good lawyer. It's always good to have a lawyer that knows a judge. Um, and that <laughs> knows somebody within the court system, so um, I say get you. Uh, but you know, do some but, research but you here. know, just to, That's and I mean, hard you hard. know,
0: maybe you don't have all the answers, whatever. But like, just like, all right. So, do I go to Google? Do I type in lawyers near me, um, and then That's do it. I start my research That's from it. there? Like, and I'm and I'm asking shit for myself for people out there listening, like because when people say do your research people don't really know what that means and pass a, a general google search people may not have a good enough understanding of how to go down the proper rabbit hole so like it- well
3: luckily when i've needed a lawyer in my life which was not as much i've always had um a connection to one i've always worked for one I've always had access to whereas though, like, I had a teacher in college. She was a lawyer. She had a friend that did the type of law that I needed at the time. I've always had that, like, kind of connection. There was never a connection that I didn't have. Like, my mom's friend was a lawyer. So, I mean, there were different things that aligned me with these people. So, that's why I'm just saying do your research because I mean that's how people found the lawyers that I've worked for. They did their research. They seen that they were good at what they do. Um, they seen that they had a good record and they were um inclined to do business with them at the time. So I mean, you would search for, you know, I guess the best lawyer for what you need, but you also need to um pay attention to their records because that means something. That definitely means something.
0: And also, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the saying, but there's a saying, your network is your network. Do y'all agree with that?
3: I agree. Because I mean, networking with people and getting to know them, and um, you never know what you can need, what you need. Well, even talking
0: to, but when we say your network, we're talking about an ecosystem that already exists within your your life. That's your inner circle. That's your people, your friends, your family, whatever. Um, you know, of course, everybody's network isn't the greatest. <laughs> However, that's always a, a, a very good starting point, a starting reference point. Um, I think a lot of times people outsource because they believe in the look or they believe in what other people have maybe told them or whatever the case may be. And they may not—they may not necessarily realize. Oh shit! I do got a cousin who works, uh, with so and so who might know such and such to help me out. Or oh shit! I do have a friend who whatever, whatever. Like people don't think about it. People don't look at their own personal network. They automatically say, All right, "I I got to find somebody who does it," you know. And a lot of uh, a lot of times that can also be to a detriment because even in doing your research. You may come across someone who, let's just say for the sake of the conversation, they're quote unquote good at what they do, but they may not be as invested in their clients, especially new clients that they, that they've taken off for the first time. So they'll represent you, they'll, you know, fight for your case, but they may not be as invested into you and they may, um, you know, so, so I I guess I'm bringing that point up to say, um, tapping into your network of people that you already know, that you're already comfortable with, I think that there's great value in in that as well. Um, well, it's good to do
3: your own research on your own case and see you know, different things of that nature. Cause like you said, they're not gonna, they're only gonna work with so hard, like not to be smart. They have several other cases and they don't even really do the work. The paralegal really, pre- for the most part, prepares everything. I mean, they do some stuff, but all right, whatever. Anyway, I'm just saying you should really just do your work as a a, because it's your case, you know, you should really try to make sure that you have, you know, all your stuff done or whatever. And then just be able to present different things to them as well. You can't just trust that this person is going to um, work hard and do whatever they have to do for you. Not at all.
0: So basically, you're asking people to be responsible.
3: (laughs) Yeah, a little um, yeah. and be your own lawyer. Shoot. You can research that stuff. Research. As a matter of fact, research is very good.
0: I mean, Google. it's true, but you know, unfortunately, you know, people don't like accountability. They lack it in fact, and, uh, they don't like to be responsible. So, uh, you do have to live and die with the choices that you make. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But, uh, yeah, accountability, responsibility are, are, are major factors in any relationship and just in your own day-to-day life so that's also <laughs> extremely important um but woos you got any other tips or or ideas or understanding on lawyers how to find a good lawyer um what you look for in a good lawyer et cetera
2: and the yelp reviews don't be working that's normally where i go,
0: <laughs>
2: yep. where I go. It depends on what kind of, first you gotta figure out what you find a lawyer for. You know, yeah. you don't need an entertainment lawyer if you got two bodies on your hands <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That
2: motherfucker gonna help you with that one, Jack. Oh, I'm sorry to tell you. You probably got you know what I mean, re, re, uh, rearrange that. But first find out what you need a lawyer for, and then you find out people that was pretty much in a similar situation, as you or as close as, to your situation and see who, like, got them up out of it or, like, found the loophole and that. And that's normally how I do it. I know when you're in the streets, you need a good criminal defense attorney around your way. You find out who motherfucking beat bodies. Like, yo, he beat the body with such and such, y'all. to so that's a word. Like, yeah, I think his father get you off, man. If not, he going to get you. At least you might do 36 months or something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: for for a whole
2: body. So like, that's, that's, I mean, that's doing your due diligence. To be honest, I mean, ignorant. Oh that's that's you.
3: Thirty six us is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a hell of that's a hell of a lawyer.
2: I, mean, I say he found the loophole, you found a loophole. I'm saying like. Uh, I mean, well, there's that's other ways what lawyers
0: do. You know, I mean. Yeah. They they their profession is finding loopholes in an imperfect system. Period. So Yeah. You know, yeah. But if yeah. It enter- you just entertainment lawyer, I
2: think is one of the easiest lawyers to find, but the hardest lawyers to get because of how to attain them. But you can find hell entertainment lawyers just by googling your favorite artists or artists that's in your niche and then who's their lawyers and then voila i think defense attorney is a little harder to find because the niggas ain't on google talking about yo i beat you know what i mean like who such and such lawyer is i mean unless unless you really like in it like that but you could probably find fab lawyer before you could find Albi al's lawyer you feel what i'm saying (laughs) just be honest
3: Nah, you're right. Cause yeah. they do publicize that. They don't really publicize the them beating the government or whoever like that. Hey, yeah,
1: that's it. Voila. That's what Voila. There you have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Voila. <laughs> <laughs> um, job did I didn't see uh, Kanan on on none of them joints. Did y'all see him?
3: I seen Kanan. I don't like the way he talk. Why are you trying to talk like 50?
0: <laughs> well, don't, 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 don't tell me, but, uh, yeah, that's funny, though. Him trying to talk like 50 is mad funny.
3: <laughs> he do. You don't hear it?
0: No, this episode was my to be honest.
2: Yeah, this is, it was very dry. Niggas was in, he was in peak skill. or something. I don't know where they went to this episode,
0: but... skills. <laughs> 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 Were Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna check that out. I still gotta check out the Game of Thrones joint. Um. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah. They on
2: some... <laughs> oh
0: it's a a game (laughs) (laughs) dirty dirty game (laughs) (laughs) Um, well yeah I'm gonna check all of those shows out I don't have no uh, show recommendations right now Um, I've been rocking
2: my bad jersey, I don't mean to cut you You know I've been rocking with you I know we talked about briefly but haven't been talking about which is getting getting better it's City on the Hill.
0: Hmm. I never watched that. I, I think I might have saw, like the first episode of the first season. It was, nah. just, it seemed like some shit that I would fuck with, but I just never went back. Nah, dog. I'm going to go out on the limb and say active shows right now.
2: Excluding Game of Thrones because there's only four episodes. I think active, right? I could be, somebody could. Could, could debate it but it's to me the one the best show active right now in my opinion
0: Word. Active
3: game of thrones
0: no, no city. city on the hill that's
3: showtime oh okay my bad i don't know
0: where's that
3: at showtime oh i might got that wait what is it called city on tilt
0: <laughs> That'd <laughs> That'd
1: be see, you're wild. not that old see you're not that old wait. to mess up on the name of shit
0: but hold on, that was a wild, yeah, look, that was a it... wild mistake. City on Tilt is a crazy naming show. That's a wild title.
3: But what is it called? Well, what would that that's be about? City
0: weeks. on Tilt is some nigga <laughs> shit. It's
3: <laughs> on Tubi.
1: That's, that's a grandmother mess up right there. You ain't that. <laughs> to be
2: a tubi original. Right you ain't even do the parent mess up. <laughs>
3: It's called city on what? David? On the
2: hill. City on the hill.
3: On the hill. Okay. Oh. See. Okay. Thank you. I got the city on
1: something. You got the city on something, alright.
3: <laughs> got the city on fire.
0: Nigga said we pushing fancy anyway. like fifth and all. <laughs> 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 hey, um, yeah. I finally did check out that um uh Point God's joint though. I finally, I finally caught that though. That shit was fire. That shit was fire. I
1: ain't like it. They edited me right out of that shit.
3: Oh wow!
2: He said no <laughs> surprise there.
0: Yo, <laughs> 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 the Netflix joint with the N one. The Untold. I didn't is see un- that one yet. I, I know Untold. what you're talking about, but I ain't watch it. It goes
2: hand in hand with the um. With the other joint, what was the other joint that was on, um, Showtime? Greatest mixtape ever. White guys. Yeah, it's uh, a, it's an unofficial. Them joints is unofficially go together though. That's like part one, part two, or however you want to whip it up. Unofficially though, know, but it, it goes perfect. Watch both of them, in any order, and you you'll still be like entertained and on the same timeline of things, and it's dope. But yeah, part of the untold series is pretty dope.
0: Oh, I did want to say this too. Um, so I know a couple of weeks ago, um, or maybe last week, whatever, Serena lost um in the US Open. Um, my mom is a tennis fan. And so, you know, my folks is out here now. And uh, I was over by her house or by their house last week, and it was a guy, uh, his name is his last name is Tiafu. Um, I believe he's originally from Senegal, but uh, or or I, I guess his family's from Senegal, but, um, you know, he's basically representing the U.S. And um, I've seen him play. Son was dumb nice. Like, he ended up losing in the semifinals, um, but they were saying that it was a big deal. You know, it's like the first black uh, male to reach that level since, like, old oh, something like it's been mad long um i've seen him play he's dope tennis is mad hard yo like tennis is not an easy sport at all like that shit, you got to be a different type of athlete and, and and animal to uh to be nice at tennis your hair your hair eye coordination got to be on a thousand <laughs> your knees got to be the strongest on the on the court you know what I'm saying? Like, so uh shout out to him. Like I said, he did end up losing in the uh in the semifinal, but uh I think he is one of the next ones up and he's young. He's like 23, 24, something like that. So um I did want to shout him yeah. out because uh I was impressed from what I saw in a little bit of time I was watching. Um But on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and end it. As always, make sure that everyone out there is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, hey, thing Rico. When the bike's
1: out, 80 best enough, so bring the dice out. Fed Snatch Black, he'd be right out. Jerk salmon and mac and cheese from Lighthouse. You do what you told, I do
0: me cause I'm bold. I am a maneuver Ubers, keep a linkin' on hold. OG by the O. Man's in them grow, on the low, he blend in, think he regular joe, he the
2: plug, pump so much bass, I need to never sub, ask too many questions, he might be the fuzz, no love trying to play me, whole grudge like a newborn
1: baby, beloved, I'ma be here, that's so hated to love it, I'm always
2: pulling puppet strings, hide behind the web, that's a sucker thing, Reality strikes and it was just a dream, just a dream, dust to dust. Street lights, strawberry skies, little my hands, my eyes. I wake up from a daydreams, singin' bellabies. In my black sheep or the star of the moon's night? Cast me out, I push up I spray the song. Rico music,
3: musico oh, music, oh, music.